This episode of Ray Talks Live is sponsored by Free Lunch Coffee. Free Lunch Coffee is on a mission to end hunger from the lives of young children. When you buy just one bag of Free Lunch Coffee, you are also providing 10 meals to children in need. And Free Lunch Coffee gives away 50% of the money they make to end hunger in the lives of young children. Their coffee is specialty grade, certified organic, and fair trade. They offer 100% money-back guarantee for 30 days. If you don't absolutely love their coffee, they will give you a full refund, and you can keep the coffee too. They have amazing custom mugs and tumblers, and every purchase provides 10 meals to children. Free Lunch Coffee is offering a 10% discount to my listeners of my podcast. Use the coupon code RayTalksLive at checkout, and that is Free Lunch Coffee. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Ray Talks Live. I know it's been a minute since I've done an episode, and mainly that's because the school year, the closing of the school year always brings a lot of things that, for the most part, keeps you busy, you know, from cleaning your rooms a little bit to taking stuff down, wrapping things up. So today is June 5th, and for some of you, Schools may have already been over for maybe a week or two before. For me, I'm going into my final week of school, and then it is a beautiful, long-needed summer vacation. So I decided to close out the school year, this 2020-2021 school year, by closing out the Parents, Teachers, and COVID-19 series. And if you haven't listened to the first two parts of the series, I'm going to put that down in the description so you can go ahead and go back to that. But just to give you a quick preview of it, the first one obviously was me simply just talking about how teachers were appreciated more, especially when the shutdown occurred in March of last year. And then in my second part of it, I sort of revisit how now all of a sudden teachers were made to look like the bad guys saying that they didn't want to go back into the classroom and everything. But I also talked about a lot of things of the things that students as well as parents needed to do as well. So this episode, I'm going to wrap everything up and just simply talk about how of a trying school year this was and how hopefully this type of school year won't have to be revisited again for hopefully, you know, decades, maybe a century from now. But let's go into it and let's talk about it. Any educator will probably tell you that this year was probably the most trying, the most difficult and trying to teach. Any educator will tell you that trying to teach this school year in uncharted waters was definitely difficult. Now, I'm not going to lie. I at times enjoy the online atmosphere a little bit because in a way it allowed me to not necessarily deal with students in your face, but sometimes, you know, at 7.20 in the morning when school starts with me teaching high school, you know, I really don't want you up in my face right away, you know, and Luckily, my morning classes were all online, and then my afternoon classes were students who came into the building, were physical students. So by the time they came in, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm more awake. I'm ready more. I'm ready to get up. But obviously, I do want to point out, I never shortchanged my online kids. I gave them the best that I would give any class, regardless of whether they were online or in person. But because of these uncharted waters, it's 
no secret that, yeah, there was some learning loss. You know, the engagement wasn't there. Because I can tell you there were plenty of times, you know, although I didn't ever necessarily take attendance by calling students' names, it was depending on once you sign in to the Zoom, I would know that was you because the way our school system set it up, our district had a Zoom license. So if I set up a Zoom using our district license, you had to have a district email, and that was what all the students had. So there wasn't no anyone just popping in. And then, of course, my Zooms all had a special session ID and password that only those students would know, so I didn't have to worry about people bombing into my Zoom classes. But it was you could tell that where kids were not engaged all the time because, you know, you can talk to them, do the lesson, and then let them go. And then, you know, when it came time for class to end or by tenses, you let them go early. They're just still sitting in the Zoom. And, you know, you would get back on the mic and say, hey, you know, class is over. You can go and enjoy, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes for your next class or enjoy early lunch or, you know, hey, I got to go. Go ahead and go. Nothing. Even if you send them a, a private message through the Zoom. Nothing. So that tells you that many of them, would just sign in, and then we'd get back in bed or do whatever because, you know, unless the teacher had a special requirement like, hey, you got to turn on your camera, but even if you turn on your camera, I could just point it against the wall and maybe make a shadow puppet every now and then. You would think I'm there. So it's no understanding that there's no doubt that teaching online, teaching through COVID-19 was no easy task. Know, and yes, there was some learning loss, and there's going to be a lot of catch-up, especially in the 2021-2022 school year. But, but at the same time, don't put no all the blame on teachers. You know, students definitely took advantage that I just spoke about. You know, they took advantage of not knowing they don't have to do the work for the most part. And for the most part, like I said, I, I teach seniors. And one of the things I did not bend on, I told students, Listen, I'm not doing makeup work. That's not part of my vocabulary. You know, you're not going to make up six, seven weeks of work in just a couple of days and then expect to get a passing grade. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. But, you know, a lot of seniors, unfortunately, had this idea that they were going to get passed on. There was no being held back. They were going to get the same treatment that the class of 2020 got. But as I told my kids from the very beginning of the year. Do not look for those things. I say, if anything push or shove comes to happen, it's only going to be our state assessment exams, you know, our end of year course exams or our algebra one or biology exams that kids need to take and pass. You know, those were the only exams that got weighed. You still had to have your 24 credits that you needed to graduate. You still had to have that unweighted 2.0 GPA to graduate. You know, those requirements didn't change. That still was required, you know. But the state assessment is what saved a lot of kids last year and allowing them to graduate. And just like for many of them this year, it afforded them the opportunity as well to graduate as well. But where any senior who didn't graduate, obviously it came from them not doing their work in their core classes. Their core classes being that they have to have those 24 credits. So the question then always goes back to whose job is it or whose fault is it? And this is many, if you have been following my podcast, you know, I have a lot of different topics and opinions about when it comes to education. And then like 
where does some blame got to go? Or who has to take responsibility? And in some cases, you know, as seniors, you know, as I tell my students, listen, I know you all want to be grown, but you got to understand, if you want to be grown, you got a job to do right now. And that job is to pass your classes, get your high school diploma, then you go on about your life, and then you, be, then you can completely be grown. But don't try to play grown and don't handle your business, you know. Handle your business, and then you can get on out there in life. So one of the things that also, as I've said, regardless of what year your child is in school, parents still have to be parents. You know, parents are still teachers. You know, one of my biggest brides I've talked about a lot is it amazed me when I used to do field trips uh, for this organization, and we would leave sometimes between 8 and 8.30 in the morning, and we'll be standing outside in the front of the school waiting on the school bus to come. And you'll see this line of cars putting up, kids getting out late. But they got breakfast. You know, they got the Burger Kings, Starbucks. Uh, there was a Waffle House that opened up a year ago. And, you know, the kids are coming in. And I'm saying to myself, like, why are you coming late? And then why am I going to reward you for coming late to school with breakfast? You know, you get something out the house real quick and you go. But... Then the argument that a lot of kids tell me is that, oh, well, when I get a job, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there on time. And I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Because the same habits you are forming now are going to be the same habits you're going to do later on. I say, yeah, maybe the first few weeks of your job, you may show up on time. And then all of a sudden, you're going to start coming late. And then when your boss says something every now and then, like, hey, you need to come to work on time. Guess what? On day 89 day before your 90th day of working, they're just going to let you go because you forgot you were on probation. So there are a lot of things that, you know, parents still got to work on. Parents got to continue being parents. Parents got to understand that you're still a teacher to your children because they're still watching you as they get older, regardless of how old they are. They're still watching you. They're still learning from you. And when you are doing things that they think it's okay, but society said, no, you can't do that. It causes problems. And then, unfortunately, we as educators, we then have to become the parent all of a sudden and explain to you why, unfortunately, your parent is giving you bad habits. And you don't want to really make a parent look bad, but let's just be real. You know, let's, let's get it together. But as we draw into the school year, you know, I think everyone is indeed tired. You know, it was definitely a uncharted school year. It definitely was a year where things were just going off the fly. You know, there are a lot of times when I tried to do maybe a particular lesson, but because how I had to teach the lesson or how I wanted that lesson to come across with value, sometimes I had to change it. And in some cases, I had to drop it. You know, one of the things I always do every February and because I've been at my school now for seven, getting ready to complete my seventh year, everybody knows in February, I am giving you a Black History Month project. And you're not doing King, you're not doing Malcolm X or Rosa Parks. You know, you're going to do someone that you probably never heard of or someone or something that doesn't get the recognition that it should. And it's a known secret. But this year, unfortunately, I just didn't do it. I said to myself, not that it wasn't worth it, but 
impact of it and how I like it to be presented was not going to happen because obviously my online students were not going to be able to present even if they presented online. Majority of kids weren't going to probably listen. They were probably just going to go away, mute their mics, and go whatever they want. So I just had to make that decision where I had to drop it this year. And I'm pretty sure a lot of other educators did things or had things planned for the year and decided to just change it. As we get ready to go into the summer and rest up and then get ready for the fall and knowing that for the most part, schools will go back to normal. I'm looking forward to it, you know, because I think not everybody is used to this method of online learning. You know, I know colleges and universities, this is definitely something that they have been implementing for the last couple of years. But you can still see that many students, online learning is not for them. You know, they got to have someone in front of them. They got to have a teacher in front of them to teach them. And many students admitted it openly. And, you know, and, that, and I told them, I said, you know, that's good reflection of yourself in knowing that you know the kind of learning you need in front of you. But I said at the same time, you also need to know this is where we perhaps education is heading. And you just need to be prepared for it. But, you know, tell me, what are your thoughts as this crazy, uncharted school year is coming to an end? So I would like to hear your thoughts. What are your thoughts on the entire series of parents, teachers, and COVID-19? And like I said, we are getting ready to return back to normalcy. Vaccination rates are up across most of the country. The majority of Americans have gotten it. You know, children as young as 12 years old can now be vaccinated, which helps in that. And then, of course, the next group of people who need the vaccine, obviously, is those groups of kids between, you know, 5 and 6 to 11 years old. You know, and then we'll be in a good shape. You know, but it's good to see that things are getting back to normal. People are able now to get back to their daily lives. The economy's all opening up. Jobs are finally starting to open up and call people back to work off of furlough. So it's great to see our country getting back to work, getting back to normalcy, because I think when you think about what the past year was, I think none of us want to do it again. And regardless of where you stand on the idea whether COVID-19 was real or whether the COVID-19 vaccines are necessary or not, that's not the point of it. The question is, or the idea or the thought, is that we're getting back to normalcy. You know, and that's just basically where it is. But I would love to hear your thoughts on what it is. So like I say, follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Ray Talks Live. You can also follow me on Instagram at RayTalks underscore live. And if you want, drop me an email at RayTalksLive at gmail.com. And with that, I am out.